0: Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdatedgetpaid.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Still amazes me. I work around people who just have the digestive system of 85-year-old men.
2: Well, I'm fine. I can I'm just I'm fine.
0: Everybody else is like, "What?" Got spicy cheese on it. Oh, anyway,
2: run away,
3: right?
0: All right, um, we're gonna get to your phone calls talking about what's the ticket price that you would sell your ticket for, or is there no price? But I, I do want to touch upon this yesterday during the show, Nick Saban walks away from the game, and newsflash people, Alabama fans, people in Tuscaloosa, he is not dead. Stop taking flowers and Little Debbie snack cakes to the statue of him outside the building. Please stop lighting candles. The man is still alive. Later today, Earlier today, Bill Belichick, we all saw this coming. He goes and he retires, and now he's done coaching with the New England Patriots. Is his career over? I don't know. He may end up coaching someplace else, but Saban finishes with a record of 90, uh, 292, 71, and one between Belichick, 24 seasons with the Patriots. He's won, what, six Super Bowls. Saban has seven national titles. That's 13 championships. They played in 19 championship games. The question is very simple. David, will we ever see this level of greatness again? Because in college football, it goes in cycles. There was a time where Pete Carroll was top dog with USC. There was a time where Dabo was top dog with Clemson. Right now, Kirby Smart, top dog. Now, you know, can he stay there? Because a lot of times, you know, Phil Fulmer, Tennessee, they were they were up there. They were good every year. You normally have about a three- to five-year reign of terror, and then it all comes crashing down and you just become an also-ran team. You're never as good. It was the U back in the 80s and 90s. Wow, watch out for them. It was Oklahoma. It was Nebraska. Used to be that team. I don't think that we will ever see a coach do what Nick Saban did in college anymore. Kirby Smart may be the closest thing we have to that, but you got to see because here's what you found out. Ohio State found out the hard way, and a lot of teams found out the hard way. Miss on a quarterback. Miss on two quarterback recruits, you're irrelevant. You're nothing. You're now searching the transfer portal, hoping to find that guy. Now, you know, Carson Beck, he's there. He's getting the thing done at Georgia. I don't know if Georgia can maintain and Kirby Smart can go to the level that Nick Saban has. And that's not a slight to you, Kenny, and your Georgia team. It's just I've seen great coaches with great teams, and eventually they fall off. It's just difficult to predict that. Yeah. Even when
2: Saban was at the beginning of his career or Bill Belichick was at the beginning, it's hard to look at that and say, oh, well, they're just going to be. No, you really can't.
0: Well, David, we were talking in pre-show. I mean, imagine if you were doing Cleveland radio back in the day when there's Belichick and he hires a young Nick Saban, and they failed. They bombed. They were horrible. You didn't know that two Hall of Famers were sitting right there just failing miserable. So you're right. You don't know who's going to be good or when they're going to be good. I don't see. And as far as the NFL, same thing. I don't see anybody. I don't see that. I don't see anybody doing what Mike Tomlin has done and sticking around for 10 years.
2: And that's the thing, because there's very few organizations that allow coaches to stay even close to that long. That would be Pittsburgh, and that was New England. New England wasn't that before then. Bill Bill Parcells was there, but it wasn't like
0: this. I mean, think about this. Could you – let's hope he has success, but, man, that would mean in order to equal, to equal what Bill Belichick has done, Dan Campbell would have to coach the Lions for 21 more years.
2: Yeah, that's wild. That's
0: wild. 21 more years, David. Your oldest son would be in his thirties. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Probably, probably taking your grandchildren down to the games. Think about that.
2: So to the stadium on the river, because there'll be a new one somewhere. In so, yeah.
0: Or yeah, I I don't think you'll ever get this two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Will we ever see this level of success when it comes to college or professional coaching again in football? Because I don't think that you will. I don't think there'll be another saving. I don't think, I mean, especially with the NIL and Portal and all of that, if you're a college coach, why? Because I think that's what drove Saving saving Away. I don't think he lost his edge, but he kind of looked like the grandfather out there when he was coaching. Now, what are they going to do to replace him? Man, that's Alabama. (laughs) If you want to hear a name, download the five-star zone. Howard Griffith gave a name. I don't want to steal his thunder, but he gave a name. I didn't see it coming, but I'm like, wow. If Alabama could get this guy, okay. But you would have to convince him to go there. Download the five-star zone. You'll get that name. That's Howard's. It's not mine, but I thought it was a good name. 248 248- in the zone.
3: Five-star zone.
0: 248-539-9797. I don't know. I, I, I mean, Kalen DeBoer... Landing has already come out and said he's not going to take that Alabama job. Ironically enough, Norvell just kind of put out a tweet just recently, David. I don't know if you saw that. Uh the Florida State head coach. Yeah. Great day to be we're here. Wait. Great day to be a Florida State Seminole. This was uh 20 minutes ago. Yeah. With the uh spike in the flaming arrow in the ground. So that kind of tells me. I'm taking my name out of the mix. The only one that I haven't we haven't heard from is Kalen DeBoer, Washington's head coach.
2: We have not. You're right.
0: I, I texted a guy that I know that covers the Huskies, and I, I don't think he feels good about this. Ooh. I don't think he. I. I don't think that Kalen DeBoer will do well in the SEC because I think that's a totally different animal. The man can coach, but can he coach? At an SEC expectation. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want the Alabama job just like I wouldn't want the the Patriot job. You're going to replace the man. If you don't win a title in two years, you're a failure. You don't want a title any other place. You're okay. Think of Jonathan Smith goes to Michigan State. They don't win a title in two years. They're not running him out of town. You go to Alabama and you don't win a title in two years. What did we hire you for, son? This is Bama. This ain't the Mac. This ain't the Big 12. We're here for titles. Kenny, let's ask the SEC guy. Is he still answering phones? Kenny,
4: who replaces Saban at Alabama? My best guess, because it's the guy that everybody thought might be going to your program, I think it might be Nick Saban. Or Nick, not Nick Saban, Urban Meyer. I think it might be Nick Saban. It might yeah. be Urban Meyer. It's like, it's like I think is losing two playoff games in one year. I think it might be Urban Meyer. Oh, man. And I See, think that's why he didn't go to MSU. I do think that that could be – that's a rationale. Now, here's the only thing that
0: the downside of the Urban Meyer theory, because I thought about Urban Meyer too. and newsfl- I, I actually said that when on the pod. But Urban, you won't get longevity with Urban. You get instant success, you'll get instant credibility, and yes – for those who are out there saying well, Michigan State was never, yeah, Michigan State was a player for Urban Meyer. I can confirm they were. Okay. They did everything that they could, and Urban took the offer and said, no. Now you got Jonathan Smith, and we've all moved on. Okay. But it it was for real, folks. I can see Urban Meyer. Urban, Urban, Urban coached like an SEC coach when he was here. Correct. He knows the game. He knows the gray area. He knows how to push the boundaries. It's just the age. You're not going to have a coach there for 15, 20 years. But maybe you don't get that anymore. Maybe there's a – And there it is. Maybe it's 10 years and you're gone. I, I think you're right about that. But I think if Urban was to go to
2: Bama, you're right. It's no longevity here. But I think what it brings is it can bring you stability for the next four or five. It can maybe keep the recruits there. It can maybe keep the guys that are currently there to stay there because Urban is that kind of coach. And you say, look, for four or five years, we're stable, but let's now start planning for after.
4: It keeps you credible. It keeps you on the map still of other of recruits that potentially say, well, Saban's not there anymore. What, we can't go there. If Urban Meyer is there, he keeps the credibility until yes. they find their And maybe there is longevity, but there probably isn't until they find that next guy. Yeah, because here's the thing. When you don't have that
0: coach, that next coach ready, look at what happened to USC. Pete Carroll leaves. They fall off the cliff. They, Tennessee fires Phil Fulmer. And Tennessee is yet to come back. Texas, uh, okay, I guess maybe they're on the verge of coming back. But yeah, once you fall off the cliff in college football, it's rare you climb your way back to the top. 248-539-9797. Will you ever see coaches like this in college and the pros? Call from
5: mom. Answer it. Call silenced. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Who's going to be the next great coach in college football or the NFL? Because you lost three people. They didn't die, but they left the game. They retired. Pete Carroll, who gets under the radar. But Pete Carroll's done something that I think only one other coach has done win a college national title, and win a Super Bowl. The other one was Jimmy Johnson. A lot of coaches have tried. Nick Saban could not do it in the NFL. Pete Carroll did it in the NFL. He retires. Hours later, Nick Saban calls it quits in Alabama. And then about 12 hours after that, today, we find out New England's gonna be needing a new coach. Bill Belichick is walking away from; he's separating from the Patriots. Now he may coach again because there's a lot of jobs out there, and he's gonna be a hot commodity. But if you're Belichick, do you want to keep doing this, or do you just want to enjoy the rest of your life? My question is simple: two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Will we ever see a coach that sticks around that long and has that much success, either college or professionally? I can't. Right now, Kirby Smart may be the only guy. Because I think, first of all, you won't see a coach hanging around a program for 20 years anymore. I think those days are over. I think the new 20 will be 10. That if you can get a decade out of a coach, consider yourself fortunate, consider yourself blessed. 20 years, I don't think the lifers are going to be there anymore. And in the NFL... Probably close to about seven years. And then you're going to move on. Unless, because I don't think you're going to have that success. I mean, think about it. There was a time, David, where the Patriots were in the Super Bowl either every year or every other year. You just penciled them in. The AFC went through New England. I don't care who the number one seed was. It went through New England. And in college, I think I saw a stat that, Every four year player at Alabama has won a title. Every four year player.
2: Not an SEC title. A national a title. A national title. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So Kirby's got a little bit of work to do there, Kenny. Two four eight five three nine nine. But real seven, quick, we yes. did
2: miss one. We did? Yes. Barry Switzer also did
0: it. You know what? I don't count him. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I don't count him. Because he just came in and did and had what John uh, Barry. Yeah, because Jimmy and Jerry fell out. Jimmy had that thing rolling. And he came in and all he had to do was, you know what? Don't get in our way. Don't shut down the White House. Let us do whatever we do and we'll do it. And we'll win. Yes, in theory, Barry Switzer did do it. but What did he do afterwards? They all left. Right. They were like, wait, they, they every cowboy basically looked at Barry Switzer and said, You're not my daddy. Why should I listen to you? So, yes. In theory, it was three, but really, it, it was two. Jimmy built the Cowboys. Okay. He did. Pete Carroll built that Seahawks. This, he walked in. It, it was a loaded team. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Robert draw on 97 1.
3: Gentlemen, good afternoon. Let me give y'all some insight to this right here. Okay. Nick Saban is the greatest coach of all time. He ran a five-star program. Five-star. Bill Belichick is super overrated. The X factor was super, with him was Tom Brady. Tom Brady was the one who ran that whole thing, even though he was the man behind the whip, whipping them and all that. If it wasn't for Tom Brady, we wouldn't be talking about Bill you know, Belichick or any level, you know and what? that's real talk.
0: Yeah, see, Robert, I, I can see at the end, but I think at the beginning, it was Belichick that basically built Brady and got Brady to that level. Now, Brady, once he got to that took- level, then said, okay, I'm going to take it from here, Bill.
3: But, but listen at this right here. Nick Saban. Was a pipeline to the NFL. He really was. Yeah. Every team has an Alabama player on that team. Well, how
0: about this, Robert? And he is
3: he's undisputable the best coach. Robert, there's th- 30,
0: 30, 30 Bama players playing this weekend, and I think uh, yeah, I you think, think he's got sense. he's got like over a hundred players in the league right now. Thirty players oh, every are team. Yeah. On
3: every team in some capacity, yeah. every team. So he was like, what? What they say? Not Triple A, a five-star pipeline. He was the major pipeline to the NFL. He was the. Not, what coach could ever say, make that statement. And that's what. So,
0: Rob, will we see this again, or is this the last one? Is he a dying breed? We'll
3: never ever see this again. But. I like that point you said about Nick uh, uh, Urban Meyer. He will probably be a stopgap mm-hmm. until they can find the next up and coming coach with that cachet.
0: No, I can see that. Appreciate the phone call. 248 539 9797. Will we see this level of greatness ever again? That you have the longevity. I mean, you heard Nick Saban has there's a Bama player on pretty much every team in the NFL. 30 of his players are in the playoffs right now. I mean, think about that. I mean, even you go to Bama, you went to Bama because you're going to the league. You went to you went to New England. You took a pay cut because you knew you were going to win a Super Bowl. Now, it'll be argued. Was it Belichick or was it Brady? Now, Brady won a Super Bowl with Tampa. But I'm not going to take that away because Belichick, the Patriot way was real. Now, it didn't translate to other teams, as Lions fans found out, the hard way. His assistants were garbage. They all were. Going back to, what was it, Romeo crenell and, and, and Charlie Weiss. Yes. They were all garbage. Okay? I, I, I can't recall one that you're like, but he was, no, they were all garbage. But Bill ran a tight ship. People took pay cuts. You got guys like Randy Moss said, I just want to go out and play for this man and set a record. They almost went undefeated. I cannot take away from Belichick saying it was all Brady. Cause he discovered Brady. He made Brady. Now Brady took it to another level, but Belichick found him. Belichick gave him the latitude and the runway to become Tom Brady. Yeah. You're going to, you're not going to see the greatness like this where you just knew at least every other year, one of those two teams were going to be in the playoffs. I think it was a stat for a while, David, that whenever the Patriots won, or no, it was whenever the, the, the Alabama won, the Patriots won the Super Bowl for a while. That was coinciding with each other. Two, four, eight, five, three, nine, nine, seven, nine, seven. Let's go back to the phone line. Bob, you're on 97 one.
4: Hey guys, I got a
5: question. Uh, obviously, (laughs) um, with uh, Alabama seeing what uh, Michigan just did to them uh, on uh, on uh, defense and that, uh, do you think there's a chance that Jesse Minner would be uh, in that equation there for Alabama, or is he not uh, a high-profile pro- enough uh, guy? Uh, he's definitely got the youth uh, on the side, like you were saying, as yeah. far as you, know, you want a young guy, uh, or any of those Michigan coaches. I mean, if if you can get a mentor uh, as a head coach and bring uh, maybe Sharon Moore with him to Alabama – uh, I I don't know. I, I'm just
0: I'm just wondering what you guys' thoughts are. No, and Bob, I appreciate it. Um, here's the thing. I don't think no mentor Jesse mentor no, and it's not because of what he's done. I think he wants to go to the NFL. I think he's going to be a defensive coordinator in the NFL and eventually an NFL head coach. You got to remember when it comes to coaching the NFL, that's the highest. Only 32 of those jobs available. College is one step. Under the NFL. Now, some people are really good or great college coaches. Doesn't translate. But I think mentor has eyes for the NFL and Alabama. Look, it's funny because after every team loses a coach, they always say, well, we got to go out and get this. Alabama's probably the only team that can literally cherry pick. No coach is safe. Let's just put it like that. Right now, people in Seattle are sweating it out. Hoping Kalen DeBoer stays. Dan Lanning had to come out and basically do media rounds today to say, I'm not leaving Oregon. Okay? You you, you do. You you got Florida State's coach, and he's saying, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be here. So it's one of those things that when Alabama wants your guy, they can have your guy. Nobody's safe. Jerome Moore, I think he's your Michigan coach. He's built for this Michigan team. He's made. so Moore has not only fixed that offensive line that wasn't bad to begin with, but now it's outstanding. He's got that offense humming. He's the next Michigan head coach, plain and simple. Alabama, he's not. He has no ties to the SEC. No, I mean, no ties to Alabama. No, I don't think that that would happen. But I see where he's going. They're both young, but yeah, Bama. There's only one standard. You have to come in and you need a coach that's gonna win you a title in the next two years, or you're fired. David, what are you about to say?
2: Yeah, I was about to say you mentioned the whole titles thing. It was a back and forth thing, is what it was. It would Bama in eleven, Bama in twelve, then the Patriots in fourteen, back to the Bama in fifteen, back to the Patriots in sixteen, back to Bama in seventeen.
0: So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they were on a roll. Yeah. Just to put it lightly. 248-539-9797. We'll get your phone calls. Plus, I haven't forgotten about you. Lions fans. Would you sell your tickets for this Sunday night? And if so, what price would you sell them for? We'll get those phone calls, those ticket texts next 971.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.
0: All right. Jimmy giving his breakdown of who the coach should be. He's going Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin is a bad rash that will not go away somehow. And you know what? It, it would make sense because Lane Kiffin falls up. Just when you think, oh, he's done. Wait, he got a, not only did he get that, he got a better job. That, I know people like that in life that no matter what, it's like, you, you're going to end up being the president of the company one day because somehow you fall up. Instead of down. You're not that great. Right time, right place, right people. Anyway, 248-539-9797. Who's next? Who's the next great coach in the NFL? Who's the next great coach in college football? Will you ever see a coach that sticks around and has the level of success that Bill Pelichick or Nick Saban had at Alabama or New England? I don't think it's going to happen. I think you won't see a coach hanging around for 20 years. I think 10 years will be the new 20 years. If you can get that and you can win a couple of titles, because it's going to be a different playoff system. There's a new system with the portal and all of that. We'll have to see. 248-539-9797. David, any ticket text before we get back to the phone line? Yeah.
2: Someone said, I think dynasties are over. I can't decide in my mind if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: It's a bad thing. It is. And, I know we all want an equal playing field, and I know we all want our team to have a chance at winning, but you need a dynasty. You need a bad guy. You need a villain. And when you think about it, Alabama was the gold standard. I don't care who won the title. Everybody would always scream, we want Bama. In the NFL, for about a 15-year period, the Patriots were the bad guys. Either you loved them or you hated them. But there was no in-between. You weren't like, oh, they're okay. Either you thought they were the greatest team ever, or you were like, this bunch of cheating SOBs, they did this, they deflated balls, they videotape practices. I'll never, ever give them – boy, it sounds like I'm talking about somebody else. Oops. Um, But you need a bad guy. You need a villain. Because when you just have it where anybody can win, you know what you end up with? You end up with last year's NCAA basketball Final Four. And you know what? If we had tickets to give away, I would say, can you name all four teams? Because I don't think anybody can. Because you, I guarantee you lost interest when you saw. Wait, who? San Diego State. What? Florida Gulf Coast were they one of them? No. Oh, I think it was. It. I, I want to say. Oh, it was. It was, it Florida was FAU. Atlantic?
2: FAU. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Florida. Yeah, Connecticut yeah. and, 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 and Miami. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Signed no one. So you need a bad guy. You need a villain. You need that team to hate. I don't hate Kirby Smart. I don't hate Georgia. I like them. But they, they've they done nothing that just makes you like, oh, my God, Georgia again. Maybe had they won three straight, it would be a little bit of fatigue. But even if it was that, it was like, okay, let's take a break. Like next year, if Georgia won, would you be upset? Kenny would be ecstatic. But you wouldn't be upset like, oh, my God, Georgia won again. You don't hate them. They don't have players you want to punch in the face. They don't. Whereas
4: Saban just seemed to get all the talent all the time. Plus, with an expanded playoff, you're going to see a lot of new faces now, too. So that's going to help with the fatigue of certain programs, I guess. And then you're right. But I I just I don't think that you're going to get that team.
0: And I think you need you need a villain. You need a bad guy in the NFL. You need a bad guy in college football. You do. The Cowboys used to be that bad guy, and now the Cowboys are, are nothing. But I remember when the Cowboys were hated. People don't hate. Like, Michigan right now could be the new villain. But I don't think Harbaugh sticks around long enough. And then when you look at Sharon Moore, they don't hate him. You make fun of him because he cried after the Penn State game. That's not hate. You hate Harbaugh, or you love Harbaugh. There's no in between. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, Jake, you're on ninety
3: seven Hey, Rico, how you doing? Good man. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Hey, so I heard. I think his name was Robert Collins, and he was saying how Saban was a, a five star yeah. program at Alabama, and yeah. he pretty much said Bill Belichick was overrated. I guess my point is. Belichick was coaching grown men, and I'm not a Patriot or a Belichick fan by any means, nor am I a Saban Alabama fan. But my opinion, Saban's coaching in college, just like you said, he could pick and choose. Nobody was safe. He could get the top dogs from every year, have number one recruit. If you were a good football player coming out of high school and you wanted to win a national championship, you went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand how they can say that. Belichick is overrated, and Nick Saban's running the, running this top program when really you're just picking and choosing these great. No, high no, because Jake,
0: things. here's the thing. Here's what happens. Appreciate the phone call. Here's what happens. Because there are going to be people who, and this goes to the whole you got to hate them. People who hate the Patriots will say, it "Wasn't Belichick? It was Brady." Or "Wasn't Brady? It was Belichick." We had to wonder and figure out would Belichick win a title without him. It was both. They worked together. He found Brady. He made Brady. He got Brady to be the quarterback that he is. He gave Brady a lot of latitude. He did. And he was able to keep this thing rolling. He didn't have a ton of Hall of Famers on that team. That's what made Belichick so great. He wasn't. It wasn't the super team. Now, Saban, yeah, you knew if you went to Bama, you were going to win a title. The stat is that every four-year player that played for Nick Saban won a title. Not SEC West title. Not SEC title. National title. Four years. He could walk, he could look you in the eye in your living room and say, son, if you come play for me, you will leave Alabama with a national title ring. One of these. He could do that. But I'm not going to sit here and say, look, it's, it's a chicken of the egg. If you go to Alabama, you were going to win a title. And, yeah, winners want to go with winner's play. That's just how it is. Anthony, you're on
3: 97-1. Ryan Day for the coach of Alabama.
0: Okay, Ryan, are you being serious right now?
3: I'm Anthony.
0: I'm sorry, Anthony, are you being serious right now?
3: Yeah, why would he not go there?
0: He's not successful at Ohio State.
3: That's the whole reason he wants to leave.
0: But
2: why would they want him if he's not successful at Ohio State?
3: Why would they uh, name a better coach that's available that would go there?
0: I would take Kalen DeBoer. I mean, I I, I don't think Anthony.
2: I would take Lane Kiffin. I don't think Anthony over Ryan being Day. Seen.
0: Ryan, you know what Ryan Day is? He's pretty much at Dabo level, where the school was pack you up drive you to the airport and say, Godspeed, good luck in the interview, never come back.
2: Yeah, he's looking at it from one side. Of course, Ryan Day will want the Bama job, but why would Bama want Ryan Day?
0: Well, if I'm Bama, like you couldn't handle Ohio State. Maybe as a coordinator, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, see, that's, so ridiculous idea. I, I think Anthony is a Michigan fan just having some fun. Because hey, What? Like, you've, you've choked it away for Michigan three straight years. You've had... You couldn't, you've had NFL talent, and you can't win a Big Ten with NFL talent there? No.
2: I know someone else that may want Ryan Day at Alabama. Kirby Smart. He may say, yeah, Bama, bring Ryan Day in to Alabama.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, Kenny, that's
4: good news is you're going to start beating Bama a lot more often now. <laughs> not if they bring in that quality coach that we were talking about. Like if they brought in Urban Meyer, that's it's it's not a lateral move, but it's not that big of a step down. What would he start
0: start calling Georgia, that team to the east? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That team to the east. All right, we'll get to your phone calls next. Plus, we'll also talk about ticket prices, Lions fans. How much would you be willing to sell your tickets for for this Sunday's game? We'll talk a little NFL as well, 97-1.